0: Everybody, welcome to another episode of Let's Do a Podcast. I'm Ryan,
1: and I'm Anthony. And today, quack, 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 quack. quack, quack. Let's do it!
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that got me all stressed out.
1: <laughs> on, on that I saying, note, on that, I was sitting on that one. I did not. I did not tell Ryan I was doing that. So <laughs> I was like, I'm going to do this thing perfect though
0: absolutely perfect uh so we're talking about howard the duck today but of course before we get into it before we do anything else i am ready to drink this beer so today i am drinking from bricks city uh Lagarithm? Lagarithm, something like that sure why not logarithm Logarith- no, like it's, a it's log- not- like a logarithm <laughs> yeah yeah i guess so but it's a uh contentional pilsner i i was i, I saw the name and immediately thought i'd be getting a logger just to kind of go with it but it's a pilsner uh, huh. <laughs> yeah why if not i Pilsner's guess
1: there's loggers are they in the logger family
0: <laughs> maybe i don't know uh a job for google uh, right it is a 4.6 APV zero IBU from well, like I said Brick City over in New Jersey. It says one of the world's classic beer styles. Logarithm is our first uh, contentional pilsner for those unfamiliar with the term contentional pilsner. Oh, uh, this is a lot to read. I'm not gonna read all of this, pretty much, it's uh. specific style of german and bohemian for to make this pilsner okay interesting
1: pilsners are loggers by the way oh there we go like all pilsners are loggers but not all loggers are pilsners Hmm. which makes sense does make sense uh
0: this has 366 check-ins which is not that many I, i would I think, compared to most places, uh, with an average of 3.92 rating. So
1: So pretty good. Yep.
0: So, Anthony, what are you drinking today?
1: So in the spirit of us watching this movie, I am drinking Nerd Alert from Turning Point Brewing. Turning Point Beer here in good old... Dallas, Fort Worth, Texas. So let me crack this can open and I'll talk about it a little bit. So, oh, I got spatter on my monitor here. I mean, I feel like with Turning
0: Point, you always get the splatter. Like, because they top it off real good there. Yeah. They make sure <laughs> it's nice and full, that's for sure. But,
1: uh, here. I'm going to. Figure out where I put my phone Uh-oh. put my notes, <laughs> and uh, I uh, have notes to follow here. So, Nerd Alert uh, is a 10% triple dry hopped triple IPA, so two triples, uh, hopped with Idaho 7, Vic Secret, and Mosaic Lupulin Powder, uh, bottom left, it says bottom left, I don't know what it's referring to in the description, it's bottom left.
0: Bottom left? Uh, bot-
1: to the bottom left.
0: Bottom oh, left. I'm reading somebody's uh, post.
1: I'll say anything over there, sorry. <laughs> I was reading somebody's post. Okay, so this is this is the actual real deal. Okay, so this is what Turning Point Beer has to say about it instead of some rando that I read their post. Uh, so they say, we've done a triple IPA. We've done a double dry hop triple IPA, and now we've completely lost our minds and done a triple dry hop triple IPA. This super juicy, super hazy, triple dry hop triple New England IPA is Busting with Flavor from Vic's Secret, Idaho 7, and Mosaic Lupulin Powder. So basically the same thing, but a lot of pomp and circumstance, more or less. Uh, it's coming in with a 4.2 on the untapped scale there. Uh, two and a half thousand entries. Uh, three, uh, let's see, 27 in the path month, path month year. Uh, it was just, re- I think, I think this was released previously. It was just re-released back in late April. So I'm going to do my pour here. Go for it. <clears throat> um, I I don't pour over my keyboard. Oh jeez. Oh, yeah, I'm just no. making a
0: mess. Oh gosh. Uh, you can watch Anthony do this terrible, terrible pour over on <laughs> on Facebook, on Twitch, and on YouTube. Just look up Let's Do a Podcast on Facebook. Let's uh Twitch a pod on Twitch. And let's do a podcast on the YouTubes.
1: Oh, we'll let that settle a little bit and then we'll put the rest in.
0: It's, it's definitely very hazy, which is, you know, turning point. So.
1: The way I like it.
0: Yep. Yeah. Um, I'll go ahead and we can talk about some movies. Because we are moving on yeah. to our next segment. Actually, I, we didn't even talk about our first thoughts on this, on the beers. My bad. I'm just, I'm on a mission apparently. Um, on a mission from beer.
1: This is very orangey, very citrusy.
0: And mine is very, very flavorful for Pilsner. I feel like Pilsners are pretty. I mean I like a pilsner, but like they don't really tend to have like fruitiness and those kind of things, but I don't know, this it's just like crispness. Yeah, yeah, and this is definitely kind of has like a a fruit feel to it, but it doesn't say anything about that. Um but it might just be because it's a contentional pilsner, so it's a little bit different just from a regular pilsner. Yeah. Whoop. But um all right, so now, of course, uh throughout the episode we will drink the beers and then at the end we'll give our ratings of the beers. The beer,
1: we talk about the beer. We drink the beer, we talk about the beer.
0: We like beer, we don't care, who knows. Um so, uh, next segment is
1: movies. We he at? said movies,
0: right? We talk about huh? movies. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna talk about Did you see Guardians of the Galaxy yet? I have not watched any new movie, <laughs> dude. Bring tissues. That's all I'm I've, gonna say. I've heard it's very sad. People <laughs> said if you're a animal lover, that's gonna be a hard movie for you. I'm like, oh no. Yeah. It's good, um, but I teared up a few times. Excuse me, that was I don't know if y'all heard, but that was a gnarly burp. Um yes so that's on my list of movies and then the other current movie that's out which is i guess not even current anymore because you can stream it is uh the menu which i know that you and your wife have told us many times that we need to watch it we're act, i'm actually i'm gonna watch it this week or weekend
1: i was like i'm ready to watch it um starring the uh it's uh featuring the star of renfeld nicholas holt mm -hmm. and uh, anya taylor joy who is in other stuff as well oh and he finds and uh, it's it's just freaking awesome yeah
0: i've heard nothing but good it has good reviews so i'm excited to watch that
1: i'm curious Uh, about your perspective of that movie after you watch it uh having worked in the food industry
0: Right. Yeah, they'll be interesting. Of course, everybody said the same thing after the the show Bear. Everybody was just like, oh, you know, how, how is it? Is it actually that realistic? Is it that close? I'm like, I mean, oh, of course, it's over exaggerated, but it was pretty almost triggering at times where I'm like, oh, geez, I remember these days where it's like you're just so busy and you're yelling at
1: everybody. It's like, I don't miss those days. Well, I would hope you would not feel, find um, the menu to be realistic in the least. I hope not.
0: <laughs> just from the commercials, I've never worked or been put in a situation like that. So
1: yeah, yep. I gotta, I gotta. Let me. You gotta let me know when you watch it so I can get your thoughts because that's uh, just the bonkers, bonkers movie.
0: Definitely. Um. <clears throat> so some movies that are announced and coming out are the Meg two.
1: Oh my goodness. I just watched the first one for oh, the first you, time. Finally you
0: just watched it. Oh man. Yeah, I'm way behind. I watched the first one in theaters. I was so excited.
1: Uh, it, it it's ridiculous, but it's, it's a good, I thought it was good. It, um, is, uh, I can't remember in the first one if Frank, does rain Wilson's character die in the first one? Ugh, it's been so long. I, I, I don't remember, but uh, have they released a trailer for the make two? Yes, looks like the trailer is out for it. All right, is Jason Statham coming back for that? I
0: haven't watched the trailer. Um, I haven't even looked at the cat Let's let me pull up the cast list. Uh, Jason Statham. Oh my gosh, why am I terrible at reading? Statham, Statham.
1: There we go. Mm-hmm. Cliff Curtis. Yep, he's coming back. All right. Yep. We have
0: quite a few people returning. Quite a few non-people returning. <clears throat> uh, but then of course we have the movie Barbie. I have not watched the trailer for it. I can't imagine honestly watching this unless my
1: wife wants to watch it then we'll watch it that movie's gonna be awesome i don't know what you're talking about man are you serious yeah man that movie looks freaking awesome
0: oh i'll have to watch the trailer um apparently in june we're getting the flash dude have you heard about the
1: previews for that movie no i haven't seen any previews for like any of these movies (laughs) So you gotta see the trailer. You gotta number one. You gotta check out the trailer because Michael Keaton is back as Batman. That's all I gotta say. That'll be good. It's basically basically DC's multiverse of madness, is what it looks like. We'll see how it goes. (laughs) But 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 good. And it basically, uh, you gotta go watch the trailer. But basically, uh, it seems like Barry is going back to try to save his mom, and uh, in the course of things, he makes it so. Uh, He changes the world, so basically there's no people with superpowers on Earth anymore. Batman is Michael Keaton, so we're back in that Batman universe, or back in 1992 Batman universe, uh, or Batman 1989, and um, instead of Superman, it's Supergirl, Mm. and so we basically go back to the events of the first Superman movie with uh, Henry Cavill, Uh, but that Superman is not here. It's uh, Supergirl. And uh she is looking angry. So <clears throat> she did not grow up in Kansas. Let's just say oh, that. Geez. Uh yeah, I'll have to watch
0: the trailer. And just a few more, real quick. Uh
1: Twisted Metal is coming out, the movie. They've been talking about making that one forever. I'm, I'm surprised they're finally actually getting that one out of development hell Yeah, uh, apparently. I remember when that game was like a big deal and everybody was loving that thing. Man, that was like a I, back that—that that was
0: back in my childhood. I loved loved that game too. Uh, that will apparently be in Jul- July. July. Um, I'm curious who's playing the clown, <laughs> right? And last one for today is we have a new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie coming out.
1: I did see that. I thought it was I think it's too soon since the last movies.
0: I have not it again. I haven't yeah, I see that it's animated. I haven't watched the trailer yet. Like this is I just saw this while
1: looking up the stuff today. Um yeah. this one looks like they're animated in the same way as uh Into the Spider-Verse, using the same animation style.
0: Yeah. We'll we'll see is all I'm gonna say about that till I watch the trailer and hopefully uh seth rogan's in it
1: oh no um <laughs> is he gonna do the do his donkey kong treatment where he's like no i don't do voices i just do my voice as seth rogan and that's it
0: yeah so i mean i'm not gonna
1: i'm not gonna dog it because you know what who knows who knows but um if right. it doesn't feature raphael just yelling damn for like half the movie i will be up displeased Right. I hope it. Yeah, it's uh, part of the originals. So.
0: I I think as long as it's not too kitty, too kiddish. Uh, I I think I'd be more okay with it, but I'm just worried because it's animated and it's from Nickelodeon Animation Studios. It may not be what we want. So not not my Ninja Turtles. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, all right Anthony what do you got for us for beer news and events
1: so for beer news on the beer news front I lost my page for beer news on beer news we have um, hop and sting Hey, they're in stores now so you you may have seen them in total wine but now they're in grocery stores uh so it's good to see them out there they've got they've actually got, got some new ipas out there that i've been trying uh there's one called masterminds i don't remember if i've talked about it on the podcast or not i know we, we didn't do it as one of my beers uh of the week but um this new masterminds uh i know i did do talk about that last time didn't i because the uh the, the money for that's going to uh 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 Oh, uh, yeah. Alzheimer's research. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, they, uh, they're, uh, they're, uh, giving money to charity with some of their beers. Uh, but like there are the big ones that are, uh, hitting, hitting the shelves of wiser time, uh, miracle, aluminum cowboy, uh, Texas IPA. Uh, they're, they're all out there. So go check out their stuff, uh, particularly try the masterminds IPA. The money from that goes to Alzheimer's research. It's good stuff there. Uh, there's also, uh, I think I saw an article talking about the out, uh, what had happened uh, or uh, uh, how, like some of the great stuff that happened out at the uh, Grapevine uh, Main Street Festival. Uh, I don't remember if we talked about that last time or not, but uh, I didn't get to make it out there, um, uh, but it seems to have been a good time. Uh, also, uh, just recently, there was also the... Uh, and props. Unfortunately, I didn't get to make it to that either. Uh, so if you were out there looking for me, I'm sorry I didn't get out there. Um, I had every every intention of getting out there, and I just couldn't make it for for reasons. Um, so hopefully, you had a good time out there, uh, and hopefully, they uh, raised good money for the uh, for the Fort Worth Aviation uh, Museum because uh, uh, they they do a good job uh, upholding the aviation history of Fort Worth, which is very uh storied uh and uh it's it's good to kind of keep that stuff in Fort Worth so it doesn't kind of end up uh in museums elsewhere. So um but uh coming up in events though we do have a few great things. So uh this Saturday if I can find my button here. Find my button. Uh we have Things I'm going to hit. Uh, so this Saturday, May 13th, we have 10 brewers is their 10 year anniversary up in Sherman. Go check that out. Um, uh, more importantly for a lot of people, mother's day is a Sunday. What better way to celebrate your mom than to take her to your favorite brewery? Right? Yes. So, uh, Martin house and Denton County brewing, they're both doing mother's day celebrations. I think Denton County brewing is doing a mimosa brunch. Uh, out there so if you want to bring your mom out there uh, they're doing that sort of thing as well Uh, Martin House is doing an event for the moms as well Uh, going up even further May 20th the following weekend uh, Martin House is doing Creed Fest unfortunately I will be out of town so it's a bummer I can't they can't take me higher so if they ask can you take me higher they cannot take me higher higher I I still don't I still don't see Sour Fest on the calendar and I was telling Ryan earlier how distressed I am Uh, That I'm not seeing it yet, so I can't remember when it happened last year, but I feel like it's already happened. It should have already happened by this point. So uh, May 27th, weekend after that, uh, so two three weeks. '90s prom night out at Liquid Brewing. Some (laughs) '90s prom dancing, yeah. Uh, And uh, of interest to me, May 29th is Celestials. Taco eating contest. Oh, yes. I don't have any details on that. Go to beerandbigd.com. He's got the details there. He's got all the links. Uh, go check his site out. He does all the research. He should reap all the rewards for finding all this information for you guys. So go to beerandbigd.com. He's got the latest in Dallas Fort Worth beer news and he's got catalogs all the Dallas Fort Worth beer events. Uh, he's got the DEETs go check him out beer and, and com. mad props to mad props to him and like
0: always i'll have a link uh, to beer and big in our show notes like always um <clears throat> on that let's get down to this movie cuz
1: wowzers what a fantastic time so I picked this one because I saw Guardians of the Galaxy this past weekend. And, spoiler alert, Howard the Duck is in, he's been in every Guardians of the Galaxy movie uh, thus far, so no surprise he's in Guardians of the Galaxy 3. He does not play a huge part in it, but I saw, I saw Howard the Duck, and I was like, we should see Howard the Duck. Mm. I did not know this, but this is the first ever feature-length uh, Marvel film I, 1986
0: i didn't know that either uh and yeah. honestly i i never even heard of this movie till you wanted to watch it so really
1: yeah there have been so there have been tv movies that don't don't get it twisted there have been tv movies uh for, i know there's people out there who will want to correct me uh of like for the hulk uh for thor right. for captain america um But these were TV movies. These were not theatrically released. This is the first theatrically released Marvel film. Why they chose Howard the Duck, I know not. Yeah, Um, that's odd. And they didn't even base this on the comics. They just took the character IP uh, and they made this movie. And they stuck on some uh, also lesser known uh, villains, like at the very end. And we we can discuss that more. But George Lucas... Lucas, this is like one of the biggest big films from Lucasfilm in the eighties, and so you could tell that he was not firing all cylinders on all cylinders after mm. Return of the Jedi. So <laughs> he he was tired. Yeah, between that and uh, Indiana Jones, uh, George George was just taking a break for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, he said, "Let's just do something about a duck." Mm. Um.
0: So the budget for this was thirty-seven million. And they made thirty-seven million at nine a little well, pretty much thirty-seven point nine million. So they, so they lost money. <laughs> yeah, so I mean they sorta of made money,
1: but not enough. No, it's like that 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 cost of the movie does not count all the advertising they did. I remember there being a lot of advertising. Vaguely. Oh yeah. But I remember there being advertising.
0: Um <clears throat> I mean, it has some really good actors in here. That's for sure. We have mm-hmm. Lee Thompson, Jeffrey Jones, Tim
1: Robbins, of course, Ed Gale as Howard. Yeah, our good old boy Q3 from LifePod as Howard the Duck. Yeah, uh,
0: Tim Rose, which if you remember, which I don't know if many will remember, he plays in Star Wars the classic it's a trap guy.
1: Oh, that's right. He yeah. was the uh, he used Admiral Akbar.
0: Yeah. Uh, I know there's other people that are more recogni- recognizable now, but uh, whatever. Anyways, um, so Anthony, give us the quick little breakdown about this movie, and then we'll
1: chit chat about it.
0: Not right, that We haven't been the... chit chatting,
1: but let's get to business here where is my synopsis my synopsis is as follows where is it where is it i'm just buying
0: time here okay got it
1: got it come on you can do it I wish I could do it. All right. So uh, so the short story is a sarcastic humanoid duck is pulled from his home world to Earth where he must stop an alien invasion with the help of a nerdy scientist and a struggling female rock singer. I feel like that just doesn't describe it all that well. Uh, a few kids try to keep him from the greedy scientists and help him back to his planet, but much less friendly being arrives through the beam as well. And this is like the plot summary on this is not good. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Howard the Duck. Uh, A duck the size of a human child is accidentally brought to Earth through a laser beam in an experiment being performed by Cleveland scientist Dr. Walter Jenning. It's always a sinister name uh, during the course of these movies in the 80s. Uh, And and his assistant, Phil Blumbert. That is also not true. (laughs) Howard ends up in Cleveland, of all places. Were you surprised that he ended up in Cleveland? That was pretty odd. Yeah, I was like, this is an interesting choice. Uh, where he rescues singer Beverly Schweitzer from a group of thugs. Beverly and Phil, uh, I feel like that's like kind of like an ism of like the late 80s, early 90s, because that happened, didn't something similar happen in uh, Terminator? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I think so. Beverly and Phil are friends, loosely. Uh, and when the government is told about Howard, she helps Phil and Dr. Jennings hide Howard from the authorities until they can get him back home, I guess. Uh, but then an evil being arrives through the laser beam that take and takes possession of Dr. Jennings' body, putting Howard, Beverly, and Phil in a fight for their lives. Man, we need, Ryan, we need to go and write an accurate synopsis for this movie. It's all you. It's all you. This, this is not catching it very well. Uh, but yeah, long story short, Howard the Duck's living his life. He's got a copywriting job uh, in New Duckburg, Cleve, Cleve. Cleveland, Duck, whatever you want to call it. Uh, I forget what city he's originally from. But uh, he gets sucked in a laser uh, via via 1980s space laser to Earth into Cleveland where he tries to find a job. Uh, or He's trying to get back to Duck Duckburg. I'm going to call it Duckburg. There you uh, go. But he can't. Um, so we've spent the first three quarters of the movie with him just trying to acclimate to life on in Cleveland. Uh, and then the last 25% of the movie is everything else where he's trying to get back. Dr. Walter Jennings is taken over by an evil demon. I think yeah. And then uh, they try to bring other scorpion demons back to earth um, to take over other humans, bodies invasion of the body center style, I guess. Uh, But they shoot lasers at them and they blow them up in the end. Also, Howard Duck becomes a band manager. Yeah, but that's, after, but that's after everything else. So, and is dating a human. I really don't want to know how that works.
0: I was, I was worried we we're going to see how it works.
1: Yeah, <laughs> now even for the nineteen eighties, as like they, I was like, they got, they got pretty, <laughs> they got pretty close to it, but I was like, no, nah, they can't do that. Yeah, this as a kid i think there couldn't have been anything like that it was
0: very very close to where i was just like this feels like i shouldn't be watching this and yeah. so it's my thought of like how is this pg but it, i know it was even
1: like there was even like topless like there was topless duck lady oh <laughs> just yeah that was funny yeah it was, it was weird <laughs> it was interesting it was it was it was a weird movie. Yeah, um, I, I at one I'm, point I'm like, I'm like, did they have like a op- Their options for like, what Marvel movie are we gonna make? You want to do the Hulk again? No, Loopering. No, it's like Captain America. No, Red Brown. He did like a terrible job with that. We're not gonna do that. Uh, how about Howard the Duck? Kids like ducks. Let's do that movie, but yeah. also make it very sexy
0: very sexy and and sexist yes um there, there were as at one point uh, my wife she was doing her puzzle i'm like i feel like i feel like i took an edible today like there's just <laughs> there's just points of this movie where i'm like this is just wild i kind of feel a little confused of what's happening especially like the the weird twist of they figure out, oh, yeah, we can send them back, blah, blah, blah. They get there. And then it's all of a sudden a whole different movie.
1: <laughs> Honestly, yeah.
0: it's, yeah. it's, we pretty much get two movies in one with with Howard
1: the Duck. I feel like it was like a part one and part two scenario there. It's like maybe what this was originally supposed to be like a two part pilot for a TV show. But yeah, the first part's like all about him just like, Figuring out how to live on earth and like kind of accepting the fact that he's never going to leave and then he gets the chance to leave and he's all about it, but he's got to fight aliens. Yeah, because they accidentally get sucked up in the laser incidentally as well.
0: But I mean, even though it was strange, it was weird, um, literally felt like I was on a trip at times. Uh, it, it was still interesting. Um, I, I did definitely, there was a few times where I kind of zoned out a little bit, but I feel like it kind of quickly got my attention back because you quickly learned, you have no idea what's going to happen in this movie. Right. Like right off the bat is the wild where like, Oh, you kind of kind of see, Oh, you know, Howard has family and apparently is with a lot of other duck ladies and yeah yeah, because he's listening to his voicemail and then all of a sudden he gets like sucked into our world and then just all the shenanigans and i was like okay so this is going to be a movie where you just you just don't know what's going to happen so you kind of want to pay attention to even the the slower scenes that were there it's just random (laughs) It, it, it was the most random fun random though like uh
1: yeah, it was it was very weird. <laughs> I keep saying so that I'm, it was just odd. I'm just wishing this had done well enough that they made a sequel and it was like the sequel was they add like Rocket Raccoon. He gets sucked into Earth with a, like a different laser. We start just adding other animated uh, animals. Yeah, just other Marvel uh, animals because like you can get like, you can get like Rocket Raccoon. You can get Beta Ray Bill. You can get... <laughs> Uh all, like all the uh you, you start incorporating high and Evolutionary that was in this most recent Guardians of the Galaxy and all the all the mammals and mm-hmm. all that fun stuff from Marvel. It would this would be a very different comic book movie landscape if this movie was successful, I gotta say. I
0: honestly feel like if they were to either remake or make a second one, I think it would do well now. Oh, I think so too. Uh,
1: uh it's fun I- it's it's funny cuz I was actually uh I was in the uh was watching the movie and I asked Alexa who voiced Howard the Duck. And I thought I was asking about who uh the current Howard the Duck um in the Guardians of the Galaxy movies and game all that stuff. It's currently Seth Green who voices the current Howard the Duck. Hmm. Uh the the one you see uh like I think he's most prominently featured in What If? um in the cartoons mm-hmm. uh, but Uh, Chip Zine was the original one, which I couldn't tell you anything else this guy has done. Uh, But I think that if they did a uh, Howard the Duck uh, uh, feature, a Howard the Duck feature, or even like a special, uh, I think that people would dig it. Because Howard the Duck is like uh, still a man about town. He's still like a very, very cosmopolitan uh, gentleman, so to speak, so.
0: Oh, he's in ghosts apparently.
1: Oh yeah, I did see that. Yeah. But I've not seen that show, so I would not know.
0: You haven't seen ghosts? No, oh. it's on my list, but I've
1: never gotten to it.
0: Oh man. That's like a religion here at this house. <laughs> um, we no, I, I do agree that like, I, yeah, whether it was a special or they're like, let's do something with Howard the duck. I would watch it, um, because, you know, granted this was what, 1986. Mm -hmm. So I feel like for a 1986 movie, like I would have probably loved, loved this movie. I thought it, I, like, I could see me being like, I thought that it'd be so fun. Just like, it's crazy. It's a duck living in our world, doing crazy
1: human things like, you know, and then fighting aliens (laughs) right so it's like like, a weird creepy alien at the end Uh, it's like it's funny because uh at the in the the end there when he like uh, he's getting like dragged by the the, they shoot the tail uh the monster's able to shoot the tail uh, Mm that grabs shit and it's like uh he slices the the grabber and i was like i just have like uh, just a image in my brain of that from when I was a kid and it's like, cause he's like, I, 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 remembered him to calling it like slicing the salami, and it's like weird, weird ass things you remember from watching these things. Yeah.
0: But I, I, yeah, I think they should do another, they should do a new one. I don't think it should be a reboot. I think we should get a number two, um, where Ain't somehow those aliens find a way to come to earth or something. You know
1: what I mean? Like, I don't know. It's funny because I was like, uh, Googling, uh, the movie and the, uh, the universe. Uh, so how are the ducks, this movie has its own universe in, uh, uh, in the MCU. And this is, uh, this is, uh, earth five, eight, four, seven, zero, which this, uh, our MCU is supposedly like earth, uh, six seven zero eight seven zero or something like that. So mm-hmm. hey, we could see when they eventually do uh the the Kang Dynasty and uh all of us all those movies whenever basically all the realities merge into one, we could see this Howard the Duck make a return. I, that'd be
0: great. I, I'd be
1: all for that. <clears throat> um it's like uh, I, I was joking at the end of this movie. I was like, uh, "We could uh, do we?" Uh, I was like, kind of like uh, reflexively waiting for a post-credit scene. I was like, the next movie that came after this, uh, next feature-length Marvel movie that came after this was Blade. So, but I was like, that was eight years later. So, yeah, they took a good break. Yeah. Uh,
0: all right. So, what is something that you disliked most about Howard
1: the Duck? The movie not just him so, so what i dislike the most is that they take so long to get to the plot of this movie half half to two-thirds of this movie is just hey this guy's a little tiny duck um and he lives on earth what would that be like and we basically just kind of follow him through all those little hijinks again this is just like yeah. He works at a he works like in the worst parts of society in the eighties. He works for this like brothel hot tub spa grossness. Yeah, uh, and uh, as a water expert, somehow uh, because he's a duck. He, yeah, he knocks a guy into a tub filled with shit.
0: It was mud. Oh, I can
1: only assume it is full of shit. I'm pretty sure it was mud. Mud? Okay. Oh, was it a mud bath? Okay, I, I wasn't get, I, paying attention. I just thought it was like <laughs> I was like, man, this is just a tough full of shit. It, it was never said,
0: but I'm just sticking with it was a mud bath.
1: Okay. Either way, it looked gross. Mm-hmm. Uh But like, it, it, I didn't understand the purpose of that whole part of the movie because he like the uh, Leah Thompson's character is trying to help him and then he gets mad at her and he leaves. He had, goes on this whole sojourn where he like tries to find his own job and then he ends up coming back and then beating up her manager and then coming back to work with them. And so we ha- we go through this whole loop that really ultimately produces nothing, and then we get back out with the plot.
0: Yeah, it was, it was so they could do more
1: sex scenes, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I guess, I guess that was a requirement. Like, the Porky's was really big at the time, so I guess they had to have some kind of nonsense like that going on. Right. Yeah, no, I mean, that's
0: kind of my complaint as well um even though it was fun and goofy and all that kind of stuff it did bug me how there was a lot of nothing and like you said there's there's a lot of like here's here's the movie but then they take us on like these huge loops to get to the other side of the movie yeah. that wasn't necessary. Cause it's like.
1: It'd be one they, thing if he like learned, if he like picked up some skill or learned something that helped him during like, yeah. the, like the last part of the movie. and was like, oh, because he worked in this hot tub facility uh, or in this hot tub brothel or whatever, he was able to defeat the bad guy because he knew this thing or he recognized this thing. Yeah. Uh, but none of it served any purpose.
0: No, it really didn't, and it was a, it was weird, cause yeah, I mean, at, why? I don't know. It it really did just feel like we're gonna take this huge loop so we can do a weird, funny, sex scene area, like, cause you know, in that hot tub area, like everybody's doing it, and he, I, it was just strange. It was just very, very strange. Yeah. And also just the strange turn of like the, I, I mean, I liked it and I didn't like the whole introducing of the aliens. I just think that was a odd turn. It kind of gave me a uh, men in black vibes, you know, um, mm-hmm. the aliens did. So I, I don't know, like it was. It's hard because it's like I I didn't like it and I kind of liked it at the same time because it was still like silly stuff. It was still funny and kind of entertaining. But yeah, it was still like we could have cut out, you know, so this movie is like an hour and 50 minutes. You could have made it an hour and a half by just cutting mm-hmm. out just the ridiculous things that overall didn't necessarily add anything to the movie. So, uh, with that
1: said though, what is something that you liked about the movie? So I hate saying this because Jeffrey Jones is actually a pretty terrible, like he's pretty, a pretty terrible person in real life. Uh, but, uh, I really enjoyed his caricature as, as he was like slowly being taken over by like the, uh, the monster. Uh, and uh, and becoming slowly becoming like the uh, like, like the they did the the makeup effects were really good too. I mean, would you, would you expect that with a George Lucas production where like they have Lucasfilm and Skywalker Studios, Skywalker Ranch and Skywalker Studios and all this other stuff doing this work? Uh, they uh did a really good job with it, but I feel like uh Jeffrey Jones did a really good job portraying the uh Dark Overlord character, um, and just kind of like just like destroying shit. Uh, it was like it was sardonic and funny, but also threatening. And I felt like the he, like he kind of care. he's, he always, he's always uh, in these 1980s movies played like this kind of character where he's always kind of like the bad guy. Um, kind of like a Tim Curry type actor where he's like, you see him in the movie. He's like, Oh, that guy's a bad guy. Um, so he, like, he was able to switch roles between like the good, uh, the good Dr. Walter Jennings, but then the dark, the evil dark overlord as well. And I really enjoyed that kind of like duality of his character where he was able to kind of bounce between the two um uh as as necessary. Uh so I really enjoyed uh Jeffrey Jones uh acting and in this movie. Um the uh all the scenes the scenes in the uh which I do feel like they spent too long in the diner, but the the Cajun sushi uh, breakfast diner i felt like him uh as he's like just just newly being taken over by the dark overlord i felt like that was just hilarious uh hilarious uh because uh i think uh uh howard and leah thompson's character weren't believing they thought he was just having a mental break i guess um but like he was like also being like a whiny little asshole even though he was like this dark overlord um because he's like complaining about them taking his eggs Yeah. (laughs) But then he also blows up like the ketchup and mustard uh, to show that he has like superpowers, I guess. Um, But yeah, my favorite part of the movie was that characterization, though. I felt like he did a really good job kind of acting out uh, the (laughs) port. Once the plot got moving, I felt like he really felt like he did a really good job just kind of like carrying out that role as the uh, ultimate big bad. um i i mean i agree too
0: and it it does always suck that like why 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 do you why do good actors have to be terrible people like come on Mm -hmm. um but i would have to say my favorite part is the movie kept me on my toes i truly like you know there there are certain points where you kind of knew it was going to happen of course but a lot of the times you I, at least for me i was like i don't know what's going to happen after
1: this turn i feel, I feel like this is a secret it's something nothing 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 something so like yeah. you expect nothing for like the middle part of the movie and then stuff happens so you think it's just going to kind of peter out and have nothing happen for the rest of the movie but then like it just has this big like big ending scene hey i think this may be the first occasion of sky laser sky sky La- be- oh sky beam. yeah yeah yeah, so this, yeah. Is, this may have been the first we got to check this and see if this is the first uh first time Skybeam has and has been like the end uh ends uh, uh the ending scene for a movie i'm really curious because like a Skybeam. Is like an ending for all these other movies. I'm wondering if there's been Skybeam before this, or if this is the first uh, happenstance of Skybeam ending a movie.
0: Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, you're exactly right, though. And I think that's kind of what I liked is like, oh, you you think they're just gonna get to this place and send them back? Well, here's a twist. Or <laughs> like, oh, you think this? Well, this actually happens, and so. It, <laughs> On top of like, it was goofy. Like the whole thing was just goofy, and it—I it, don't know—it kept it. It kept it kind of light. Um, yeah, that's true. That's true. Like it, it felt like a a nice, ridiculously stupid but light movie.
1: Uh, yeah, so. I, 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 I gotta say that they never the movie never took itself too never took itself seriously. Like during the course of the entire movie, it was never serious at all. Nobody ever seemed like super. Threatened. Uh, none of the villains seemed super threatening, maybe until maybe the very end. um Even then, he was saying goofy, weird things that were yeah. just like, "Okay, like he he's a goof, you know?" Like, yeah, it's like yeah. Even like the big scary scorpion monster, he's like, "Was like, what is he like a fourteen year old?" <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: So I don't know. I kind of like that. It, I, I felt it felt like a different twist on this kind of movie so mm-hmm. i i i enjoyed it um all right so let me pull up letterbox uh which is of course a app where you can uh rate all the movies so we have our own letterbox which you can find it let's do a podcast Uh, And and now we are going to rate Howard the Duck between one and five stars. So, Anthony, what would you give this movie?
1: I would give this the first cinematic outing, the first theatrical outing for Marvel, a 3.5. I feel like it was a good, strong effort. Technically, good um the graphics for the nineteen eighty-six time frame in which it occurred were well executed, uh to be expected from the Lucasfilm. Uh plot, <laughs> leave something to be desired. Uh they could have they could have eliminated a good 20 minutes out of the middle of this movie and it would have been they would have tightened it up quite a bit. Uh they could have they had plenty of source material. They could have like just like braced this movie up. Um, but this is also nineteen eighties. Uh, scripting, you know, yeah. so, it, so parts of this movie just don't age well, but other parts of the movie age very well, so, but that's just my 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 thoughts on that, it's three and a half is what this gets for me it's it's like 50% still good, 50% like, what were you thinking
0: yeah, no, I, I'm right there with you, I, I think uh, three and a half is perfect for mm-hmm. all the same reasons I I, I don't think i have much else to actually add to it so uh so if you have nothing else to do like if you're cleaning the house or doing the dishes throw the movie on it's not one you need to sit sit there and be focused i think it's a good background movie to kind of be watching while you do something else Mm -hmm. um so uh, there you go anthony where are you at on your beer um just about done okay cool well i finished mine up uh which is of course the l- logarithm, logarithm whatever
1: logarithm um,
0: Logarithm. it it stayed honestly really really good if this is good. this is one i would if i see this out and about which i probably won't because it's from new jersey and i think they're kind of a smaller place um this is one I would probably get if it's like I want to have a like if I know I'm gonna have a few drinks throughout the day. So,
1: you can't it, beat it with a was it you were saying like what a four point two, uh, something like that. Let's see, it is four
0: point six. So yeah, four point six. Yeah,
1: so not it's like it's not super strong. So you, you yeah. can have a
0: few of those. Yeah, and it's very flavorful. I I'm very I was very surprised.
1: So which is not yeah, one. which you don't expect for a Pilsner, which is great, yeah. Yeah. So what do you think
0: about yours, Anthony?
1: Uh mine is good. Uh it's uh, uh to be expected with a triple dry hop, triple IPA, it's kind of it's got the bitterness. I uh it, it had me really missing uh with the flavor, it really had me wishing I uh, could have more of the super mosaic if you remember that one. Of um course. Yeah, that I remember I was like I was drinking this and it reminded me of that and I feel like the fullness of the flavor there. Um, not to say this isn't good. I I did like the uh the nerd alert there. I'd give it a four on the score there, but I really really had me missing the uh triple mosaic. It's triple mosaic wasn't dry hopped at all. Um but I uh I really wish I could have some of that now. But mm-hmm. I don't know. They've I don't think they've made that since uh since is legalized. Uh, yeah. Cans at breweries, so, <laughs> yeah, I, I
0: forgot to rate mine. Uh, I had actually do a four and a half. Four and a half. Nice. Yeah. I feel like for a Pilsner, this is probably my favorite Pilsner I've ever had. So that's great. Um, so with that said, we've rated beer, we have rated the movie, talked about the movie. We talked about events. We talked about upcoming movies. Now, let's talk about our thing of the week before we get out of here. Uh, I will go first. So, as you all know, we watched Stargate. The movie. The movie. And it got that itch going, so I have been going through the series again. I I can't tell you how many times I've gone through the series, but between recording last moon and recording this i've already finished the first season of uh
1: the first stargate <laughs> so so having watched this again is, is this the first time you've done a rewatch or is this as a subsequent rewatch
0: this is probably rewatch at least number four all right so how is it holding up um okay so the first season it's it's good because it's stargate but it's so <laughs> bad because it's like a tv series of stargate at that time like it's it's everything's so props you can tell and like (laughs) they have knives or you're like you can tell it's like the fake knives kind of shit you know it's great it's Um, funny with shows
1: like that that you like when they get like better resources towards the end like towards the latter portions of the series that you see like how what they started with and you're like my god this is crap compared to what they ended with (laughs) um yeah, it's I
0: yeah, I just finished. I think I just finished the first season actually today. Um it's just fun. It's fun to go through. It kind of I I guess I forgot that it pretty much takes over for where you left off in a sense.
1: Now it's right, just like you have like a James Peters character who's played by a different actor. He's he comes back in the show, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. And like it's just like five years later or 10 years later whatever it is like x amount of years later i think it was actually like was it only a year later i can't remember but anyways it was like oh year later and then that's where you pick up so it's it's a pretty current thing and it's it's fun though it's fun to go through i i also well so i've been (laughs) I've been watching that while I'm working, which, you know, it's just mm-hmm. like sitting there on that edge. It's kind of just noise. And whenever I clock out, it's like I go into the living room and I'm watching one of the other Stargate series, which is Stargate Universe, which is whenever they're on a ship kind of stuck out in the universe. Um, I finished that as well. <laughs> and so now I'm on Stargate Atlantis uh, for my outside of work uh, shows to watch. Uh, so not doing a chronological watch, are we? I'm not. And it, sometimes it's a little <laughs> confusing because like something happens and they go to like the Atlantis or whatever. And we're like, wait, OK, so wait, where is this and what I'm watching now? <laughs> um, so my thing of the week is if you haven't seen it, but you love the movie Stargate, start the series. It's obviously it's, you know, it's it's old. It's definitely old. So it looks that, but it's a fun, it's a fun, uh, season to go through so far. I'm, I'm, a, I can't wait to start season two. Uh,
1: how many seasons did they go to for, with SG one?
0: Uh, I'm not too sure, but I do know that I have all the way to season 10 recorded. Wow. Cause whenever, after we did the episode, I looked on YouTube TV cause I was like, Oh, I wonder if they still run it. they do so i just haven't recording all of them um just because i I just i guess i just need to watch this yeah you really just get it started so like go over there just uh put your youtube tv just record stargates and then just start from there because they air them randomly so like pretty much every day they release they they rewind like three three or four new Stargates. So it's like, okay, cool. So by the time you decide to sit down and watch them, you'll have, you'll be able to start from season one. Cause that's what I did. Nice. Uh, Cause they, they used to have them on Amazon prime, but they took down the original Stargate SG one, but they have everything else. Hmm. I don't know why, but they did. So anyways,
1: there's mine, Anthony, what do you have for us? so keeping with the theme of the movie and the reason i did this movie my thing of the week is james gunn so uh james gunn uh if you if you keep track of things so he is the guy who did guardians of the galaxy bomb 3 which is just entered theaters again highly recommend watching it uh he did peacemaker um but uh he is now the guy who's running he's basically the kevin feige now for DC, uh, the DC uh, Cinematic Universe, so DC, uh, DCCU—I don't know what they're going to call it. He's—he's um, uh, he's currently in the course of right. Uh, there's the writer strike going on right now, but he just uh, get, at least uh, submitted the first draft for Superman Legacy, which is the new Superman movie that's coming out for the new reset uh, DC Universe. Uh, but this guy has been like on a freaking winning streak gotta say for probably the past like 20 years or so um i mean this guy's done like the scooby-doo movies uh like the the like cinematic scooby-doo movies like scooby-doo and uh uh scooby-doo monsters unleashed he wrote those movies like this guy's been writing movies for a long time and these have been like bangers of movies he started yeah. back with like trauma trauma films which you remember when we did uh Newcomb high yeah, he like wrote, he, he started with those guys writing films. For like, so he's this guy is like started in our territory, like in B movie territory. Oh. And he's like climbed his way out of B movie territory to like the point where he's at now. Like, he wrote like Slither, he wrote Dawn of the Dead. Like, he's got like writing credits and all these things. Um, he wrote one of my favorite uh, like indie superhero movies. It's called Super, featuring uh, Rain Wilson. Uh, have you ever seen this movie? I don't think so. I recommend checking it out. It's it's a violent movie. It's kind of uh it's kind it's interesting, but it's also slightly disturbing. Um but uh Rainn Wilson's in it. Uh Rainn Wilson and uh uh formerly Ellen Page, now Elliot Page is also in it. Um I highly recommend that movie. Um but he uh before he like all that stuff leading up to when he started writing the Guardians of the Galaxy movies and uh uh kind of getting into that territory of MCU Belko experiment stuff like that. This guy's like got so many great writing credits to his name. So many great great directorial credits to his name. Um, But James Gunn, my thing of the week, he's been like killing it for like the past 1520 years. And he's just like on like, we're in like the entering the James Gunn renaissance. We've been in it and we're like going into it even further. I think he's he's like st- he's still on a streak, I feel like. And so I'm looking forward to what he's coming out with. Uh, I'm happy to see. I I was a DC fan before I was a Marvel fan. And so I'm eager to see what he's going to do with the Marvel Universe. Uh, he seems like he's like a true fan of th- this stuff. Uh, and so he's going to take good care, of, be it, care, good care of the IP. And so I'm looking forward to it. So my thing in the week is James Gunn. He's he's killing it. Nice. Nice.
0: Um All right. Well, I guess that is all the things. So, uh, let's wrap it up. So, you can follow us over at Facebook at Let's Do a Podcast, Twitch Let's Twitch a Pod Twitch a Pod or Twitch a Podcast, I can't remember. A Twitch a Pod. Out. Yeah, I think it's Let's Go Twitch a Pod. Nope. I still no, said it wrong. There's no going there. <laughs> uh, I still said it wrong. Let's Twitch a pod. Uh, YouTube, at let's do a podcast. On Letterboxd, let's do a podcast. Um, you can listen to us anywhere you listen to podcasts. And if you have any movie recommendations, please let us know. If there's also a beer you would like either one of us to try, let us know uh till then i guess that's it right
1: i think we've hit everything we hit all the marks
0: we did all the things all right everybody thank you so much for listening and let's end a podcast
1: yeah